welcome. My name is Glenn Lundy. Super excited to be launching our new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Can you believe it? That's right. The Breakfast with Champions podcast has finally arrived. This is your opportunity to get motivation, education, and inspiration every single day. And ultimately, your opportunity to get a seat at the table, to be a fly on the wall, to listen in to some conversations between some of the most amazing superhumans from around the planet. We're talking about people that are doing the things you know you can do, that have reached some of those levels you know you can reach. We've got celebrity interviews with people like Tiffany Haddish and Grant Cardone, Lauren Rittiger. We've got specialists in areas like capital ventures, right? Or wealth building, wealth management, real estate, all kinds of incredible conversations. And what's amazing about the Breakfast with Champions podcast is you're going to be able to tune in, listen in. They won't even know you're there, right? It's just like you're, you're, you're listening in on all these incredible secrets of some of the most successful humans from all around the world. You know, when we launched Breakfast with Champions, we had no idea of the power that it was gonna have. We had no idea of the collaborations it would create. We had no idea that we'd be able to connect humans from England and Australia and Saigon and America, of course, all together in one room having powerful conversations that elevate everyone in the experience. Listen, if you like these episodes of Breakfast with Champions, do me a huge favor and let us know. We would greatly appreciate it. We pour into this. You're going to get five to six hours of content every single day, Monday through Friday, five days a week. You can keep coming back. So make sure you subscribe to the podcast. We'd appreciate it. Drop your comments, share your thoughts and your reviews. It would mean the world to us if you would do that. And in exchange, we promise you that we will always create a space, a safe space where you can come. You're not going to get politics here. It's not going to happen. You'll never see any type of division in here. It's actually exactly the opposite. We have a bunch of different people with different belief systems, different upbringing, different backgrounds. We've got people from all different ethnicities all coming together. But the one thing that we share is everyone in this room shares the same heart. And it is a heart to elevate you, to encourage you, to inspire you, and to help you become the absolute best version of yourself that you can possibly be. So if you would, do us a favor, write those reviews, subscribe to the podcast, tell your friends. We're going to be here, and we hope that you will be too. Enjoy Breakfast with Champions. You'll see there in the notes that you can skip forward. You can move back. If you need to pause it for a minute, you'll now have that opportunity to do so. We do record these daily on Clubhouse. We have a Breakfast with Champions Club there, or you can follow me, Glenn Lundy. If you'd like to see those rooms, if that's an app that you enjoy, you can always come in and tune in live, or of course, just sit back and enjoy right here on the podcast and anywhere your podcast can be found. It is such an honor and a privilege to be able to spend this time with you. I know that there are a trillion places you could have chose to be. You chose to be right here with us on Breakfast with Champions, and that means the world to me, and I absolutely stinking love you for it. So with that said, we are excited to launch the new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Thanks so much. I am here, Nate. Good morning, good morning. 
I see that our special guest just uh, just came uh, to the room. I will uh, try to bring him up. But uh, before we get started, guys, as always, make sure you're following that little greenhouse at the top of the room. Stay up to date on everything that Breakfast with Champions does inside of Clubhouse. If you're following the club, you'll get notified when rooms pop up. We have pop-up rooms. But at the end of the day, each morning at 5 a.m. Eastern Standard Time from 5 to 11 a.m., we're here to bring you motivation, education, and inspiration with so many thought-provoking, I almost said thought-provoking thought leaders. And I, I guess since I almost said it, I'll just go ahead and say it. <laughs> we have so many thought leaders, uh, inspirational business leaders, uh, everything, you know, from, uh, from ministers to entrepreneurs to people that are just moving the needle and making things happen in their life. And it's all here inside the Breakfast with Champions Club. Uh, you can follow us over at breakfastwithchampions.live. And stay tuned on the podcast as well as other platforms that Breakfast with Champions is providing value. And uh, we're here to provide value and hopefully give you some tips and insights and inspiration on ways that you can move the needle, move your life, move your business forward. So make sure you're uh, staying to tune. Everything that Breakfast with Champions is doing has been a powerful morning. Man, so many powerful segments this morning. And uh, we appreciate you, Glenn Lundy, for putting this space together and everybody that contributes to this room to these discussions, to these conversations. Jude Jernad, how is your morning going? You know, it's been really interesting, Nate. Um, our electricity went off. At, I'm, in, I'm in Los Angeles, everyone. I, the electricity went off at about two this morning, you know, and everything was beeping and flashing and whatever it does. And so I got up a little while, about, out for about an hour, got the computers all back up, electricity came back on. And then it happened again around 5.30. So I have to tell you, everybody, here's the lesson. Keep everything, all your phones charged, your your chargers charged, because wow, you just never know. And and uh, it's a whole area, so there's just that we had to just be patient this morning. But showering in the dark is not an experience, okay? So anyway, how are you doing, Nate? You were at the gym already this morning. Well, yes, I said already this morning, I, my time. Uh, you know, yeah, I'm, I'm uh, leaving the gym. I'm actually sitting in my car. This is my office for this show, live with Jude and Nate, live from my car. Sometimes you just got to go with the flow. And uh, my workout took a little bit longer than uh, than I wanted to today, but you know what? That's a good thing. So I just uh, I'm pinging Mario up to the room, Jude. I'm gonna let you introduce our special guest, but uh, it's a blessing to share this space with you guys. And I'm looking forward to this conversation. I was uh, doing a little research on our guest, Mario Armstrong, uh, over the last couple of hours, and man, what a uh, what a great uh, interview you lined up, Jude. I'm glad to be here and just be a part of it. So, Jude, I'm gonna let you take over and introduce our special guest. Uh, you guys are in for a treat. Hey, do you have, do you have, I know you brought, and I did too, we brought Mario up, I think almost at the same time. I, I don't see that he's moderated. Can you do that, Nate, while I'm doing the introduction? He <coughs> has sure got the moderated. green bean and ready to go. All right, all right, all right. It doesn't show over here. Well, first of all, you know, some of us who've been clubhouse, on Clubhouse for a while, and I have been just about a year, and I've really made some good friends here, including Nate and Glenn and so many others, and so many on the stage, which I won't or start reading all these, so I'll take our whole program. But I heard Mario Armstrong speak, and I think I started following him back in, I don't know, April or something last year. And you are in for, and I'm going to say this to you, and I don't say this very often, take notes. I mean, I say that because he, he talks pretty fast, uh, not too fast, but pretty fast. And I talk fast too. Nate, you're the voice of reason here, but he talks fast, I talk fast. And so we want you to get it and get these good notes. He has, Mario Armstrong has a wonderful, a wonderful credential here to talk with us. Two-time Emmy winner. He'll talk to us about that. He's a Today Show contributor. He is also has a, a network called Never Settle Network. And you can subscribe to that on YouTube. But Mario, what, he, what the reason I invited Mario to come and be with us, Nate, is because after I heard him 
uh, over the weekend, actually on Sunday, I think it was, uh, we, we started doing some back channeling and we had a phone conversation and he has so much to offer in terms of for, for content creators, which we all are on this app and in this room, in this club, content creators, how to build that brand and more than that, how to attract brand sponsorship. And in our pre-conversation, you know, I said, well, I'm just new into social media. My business has been referred to me. And, and, and I, so I, I, everybody, I'm not saying that that's the way to go because you do need social media, which is why I got on Clubhouse and I'm learning more about social media. And, but I was saying to Mario, I don't have this huge following. Like some people have 55,000 or 125,000 and, and how in the world can, and there are some people like myself too, are just getting new into social media. And he has some strategies even when you don't have those mega, mega followers. And sometimes that can be, if you're attracting the right people, that can be to your advantage. So that's it to introduce Mario Armstrong. Get ready to take some notes. Mario, welcome to Live with Jude and Nate. We're so happy you're here today. And let's go on these questions. So first of all, thank you for well, making thanks. this happen. Well, thank, thank you so much for having me, Jude and Nate. It's a pleasure to be on A Breakfast for Champions family. What's up? I'm really excited to be here and really want to help out as many content creators, uh, people that are trying to build their personal brand, people that are trying to maybe get paid for their social media posts in a really full-time income kind of way, and people that do events and create content. All of those people are like entrepreneurs looking for a different revenue stream. All of those things, I'm here to try to help guide some light. So thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. Well, first of all, let's hear a little bit about you, and then I do have some questions for you. Okay, great. You're a two-time Emmy I just said, and let's talk to us about that. You won Emmys for what? So we won an Emmy for a TV show that a web series that we actually created independently ourselves called the Never Settle Show. It was the little engine that could. It was a show that everyone counted out. At this time, when I was pitching the show idea, I was already a paid contributor on NBC's Today Show. So I had contacts and people in the media that knew that I was on TV or knew that I was a regular. But even those folks, even though they liked me and paid me to be on their networks, they were like, yeah, no one wants this kind of show idea that you're pitching. Um, the days of Oprah are over. People want reality TV and escapism more than they want like empowering information. And I just didn't believe that because of what I was seeing happening in Periscope and Facebook Live and all of these things. And so we just kept trucking on the goal and the idea and figured out how to sell the brand sponsorship ourselves. And we had a major challenge along the way when we started pricing New York City studios because we wanted a studio for this because we were having a live in-studio audience. This is a talk show format that's going to have great guests. People like Damon John and others are the people that we're trying to get to be on the show. And um, we, we couldn't get a, a studio because we couldn't afford it. It was three, like anywhere between two hundred and eighty dollars to $320,000 for a week in a studio in New York City, going rate for that type of level of production. Like we're thinking we're going to create something that's going to be on the level of like real talk show on TV. That's what we're aiming for, like multi-camera shoot, four or five cameras, full on staff and everything. And so um, we had to get creative. And so we bartered. We started calling around for a few companies in New York City that I knew had large lobbies and basically said, hey, if we talk about your product on air, can we use your lobby in exchange for our set once a week? And we ended up with this company called Canary, which uh, has like home video cameras to kind of keep you safe and be able to check in on your home. And they were like, sure, let's do it. After four calls, we got a yes from them. We shot our show in this little 
uh, like lobby <laughs> that had like 50 seats. People were sitting in 10 chairs, those folding 10 chairs, usually in the basement of churches or in the basement of your PTA uh, as a school auditorium. And they're sitting on those chairs. We had a red carpet. We had a step and repeat. And we had four cameras and, a, and uh, uh, one roaming camera. And we were doing it. And we did seven episodes, launched the show cost us $20,000 an episode to put together. It wasn't a cheap uh, project, but we pulled it off. And that was the show that we ended up winning an Emmy for. So we went, ended up winning an Emmy for that show, primarily for its interactivity and how we included the audience in an interactive way. We were live, so we took questions live. We did polls and all of that stuff. We would bring up social feeds live. But in addition to that, we created something brand new at the time and created people to be crowd producers. And what that meant was we basically put a live camera in our production meetings and invited the audience to be a part of the editorial production meeting, which is never usually done. And they were able to contribute on topics and ideas and format suggestions. And then we called them crowd producers and put them in as credits on the show. So that kind of really catapulted that show and that concept into a new space. And we got nominated twice and won one Emmy for that. And then I won another Emmy for hosting. Wow, that is so cool. Now, are you still, is that, now, I know I've, I've been to your um, YouTube, which I recommend everyone, as I mentioned, go to, but is that show still running or, or did you, are you using So that show, it? so what's really crazy about that show is after that first run, we didn't, um, we weren't able to, that studio, that location was closing. They were moving to a new, uh, new facility. So we got a call from um, NASDAQ. And so we ended up partnering with NASDAQ. So our show currently was shot in NASDAQ studios in New York City. Now, this is a multi-million dollar studio right next door to Good Morning America. They got glass windows. You can see what's going on inside of our production right from the street. And CNBC and Squawk Box and a bunch of shows shoot their shows there. And we shoot in that same facility. Then, of course, COVID hit. And so then we had to go to a virtual model where we're doing that from a home-based studio right now and haven't been able to get back to our full-on production studio. So the show is coming back out. Season three is coming at the end of March. And we just uh, inked a deal with Entrepreneur Magazine, which is launching a brand new TV network. And we will be one of their flagship shows that will be on that network. So we'll be seen on places like Cheddar, USA Today, Entrepreneur Magazine, and a bunch of other um, networks that they are working on getting partnerships with. Hey Mario, wow. is there a congratulations? Link? Yeah, congrats. Is there, uh, Jude? This is Glenn. Mario, is there? Hi, a, good morning. A, this is Glenn. If you if you and Mario haven't met, Mario, this is Glenn. This is his. Mario is the champion of the uh, Breakfast with Champions. Hi, Glenn. <laughs> what? I didn't know that. Hey, Glenn, what's up, man? Good to meet you, buddy. Yeah, pleasure. I know, I know we're following each other, but we definitely need to have it offline when we get a chance. I'd love. To. I agree. I was just thinking the exact same thing. I'm like, we need to have an offline chat so i'm gonna hit you in the dm so that we can do that but is there a link i can put up here to the top so people can is should they subscribe to the youtube channel or what's the best place for them to go oh that's a great question um it's tricky for me right now because all the tv got your link tree ready to go if you want that Mario. yes 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 that would be perfect that would be perfect nate nate if you know where that is do you mind to throw that up there in in, in the link that's a great idea the link tree from my instagram would be awesome Okay, yeah, there it is. Perfect. Mario A, the creator, entrepreneur, right there on the link tree. So you guys connect connect Thank with Mario, that, man. Take action on this. Yeah, absolutely, man. And I'll, I'll uh, DM you. This is awesome stuff. Jude, Nate, thanks for bringing Mario to the uh, Breakfast of Champions stage today. And I'm listening intently. Great. Glad you're here. Glad you're here, Glenn. And, you know, I want to follow up, Mario, because, you know, 
if everybody's, you know, we're listening, we hear this great energy, and I just want to talk a bit about that because from my TV days, I mean, people love energy, the producers love energy, and they love the uh, the passion, and we can hear that right through these uh, airwaves here, you know, right on our audio here. So talk a bit about that aspect because a lot of people would like to do what you're doing, and and I, I want to talk about the work that it takes, and you mentioned the expense. I mean, $20,000 per episode. And I know in L.A. because we do a lot of our when we coach people and, and some of our coaching and we, certainly when we interview them for their websites and things, we go in uh, studio here and it is very, very expensive. And so I love how innovative you were. So this is where you won your Emmys. Now, take us to where you are now in terms of helping our content creators create content, build the brand, and then we'll go to sponsorship attracting. That's great. I mean, it, you know, Jude, it starts with this one question for everybody in the room. And I, you know, this is what I live by. This is how I get back to my center. Um, I'm spiritually grounded. Um, I also am a Buddhist practitioner, but I also uh, believe in God. I'm a Christian. And um, I just think that the one thing that really helped us stay focused and really get to the next level is understanding who exactly we are fighting for. When you really know who you're fighting for, then you understand what work you need to do, what steps you should take, who you should partner with, who's the right collaboration, what's the right energy to be around, and who can help you as well as how can you help others. And so when I think about that, who I'm fighting for is content creators and entrepreneurs. I am fighting for them to understand and, and identify this new revenue stream that I've unlocked seven, eight years ago that we have used to fund all of our projects. I no longer have to go into debt or go and get a loan or pay back money to family and friends or do a crowdsourcing camp or crowdfunding campaign. I can actually present my ideas to brands to help get that funding. And if not the full funding, definitely getting pilots funded, getting initial concepts funded and ideas funded. And a lot of people just don't know how to access that opportunity. And I think it's a lot of money that they're missing out on but more importantly, I think they're missing out on delivering more impact for the communities that they want to impact. So that to me is what really got us to stay focused and really has got us into this space now of not only continuing to create content. Hey, look, I'm doing Monday through Friday. I'm on IG Live every single day. After this, I'll be on 12 p.m. Eastern on IG Live with a new guest doing my interview show from IG. But then we're also doing really high quality production, multi-camera shoots in multiple studios. And we got a new game show coming out that's a new format that's gonna put a spin and a twist on entrepreneurship that I'm really excited about. But it's all about who I'm fighting for. So the other program that I do is teach and accelerate individuals to get access to corporate dollars. And so um, it, it all comes back to who am I fighting for? And I think that clarity helps provide that gateway to what products and services I should be making to help others. Okay, let's talk about, you said a lot right there, let's talk about that gateway to corporate sponsorship and talk about volume, if you would, because you, you certainly got my attention yesterday in our pre-interview our pre call when you said it does, it's not necessarily about large, large followings. It's, oh, yes. Can we talk about that, please? Quality <laughs> That's a great over topic. quantity. Quality over quantity has been something that we've been talking about for a minute, and a lot of people believed in this, but then they kind of didn't think it was really true because they're like, well, if that's true, how come I'm not getting these deals? Well, the, the, the times have changed. What's changed is that the brand decision makers, the people in PR agencies, marketing firms, 
marketing departments, the CMOs, people running social media budgets and influencer programs, they've all recognized one main fact that they are getting seven times, seven X, the return on investment when they work with someone that actually has a smaller audience. It's obvious to us. We've been screaming this for, all, for who knows how long. Hey, we got an engaged community. Just because I don't have 10K followers doesn't mean I don't have quality. Well, now they're recognizing that that's the case. 7X over big brands and big names. So in the past, a brand decision maker would have to spend money. So let's say Sony was giving them or Samsung was like, hey, market the new phone. They're going, here's 500,000 or 2 million for your social media budget and influencer budget. What they would do is they would find big influencers that they could spend because they know they would get big reach. It's harder work for a brand decision maker to find smaller audiences. And this is where if you are proactive and if you understand how to reach out, how to make the cold call, how to present your small audience in a quality way, you will get their attention because they're actually looking for you, but they're struggling to find you. Okay, so how how do we, I mean, how would you tell step-by-step step if you in our time that we have here today, I know it'll be quick, but step-by-step, step, how would we reach out to a sponsorship? Because some people have pretty good followings, some people have smaller followings, but how? where would that start? What does that look like? The number one thing that brands look for is called alignment. If there is no alignment, there's no need for you to reach out, full stop. Do not reach out to a brand unless you fully understand, at least from your minimum research, what would be aligned. If you are a yoga teacher, you know yoga mats are gonna be important. If you teach yoga, you know health bars are probably gonna be important. So you know that food and physical products, maybe even fitness clothing, all of those things can be important. But you might also find that your yoga community also is a bunch of parents. Oh, well, do those parents have kids? What do those kids need? So those could also be brands. Hey, I have a room full of mothers that are taking my yoga class. Not just these people are taking yoga. Now you're expanding the opportunity of who you can reach because there's alignment to mothers or there's alignment to kids cereal. All of these things is what, it's kind of like when, when th ideas are thrown at me, I don't know what happens to me. I kind of get into this like Rain Man mode of like all these possibilities because we need to open up our perspective of who we could go to. And it starts with that alignment. But brands are looking for three things. They're looking for either brand exposure, meaning they just wanna be seen. Number two, they're looking for um, uh, your audience specifically. So hey listeners, if you enjoy listening to Breakfast with Champions, we can bet you care about your daily routine. Do you wanna know the secret to the perfect routine? It's the perfect morning. Glenn has written a free ebook called The Morning Five, five simple steps to an extraordinary morning. If you can transform your morning, you can transform your life. Head on over to themorning5.com to learn more about the five ways you can change the way you start your day. Who do you, who do you have? Do you have people that travel a lot? Do you have people that are getting ready to make a home purchase in the next 12 or 18 months? Is someone getting ready to have a baby? Like, what, who are you? What do you do? Um, and, and who's your audience, more importantly? A lot of times we focus on pitching our idea and the, the, the hack is that we need to be pitching our audience who consumes our idea. Stop pitching your idea thinking that's it. What they want is access to the audience and your idea is a gateway to that audience. If you understand how to pitch your audience, you change the game and how you get callbacks. So tactically, really quick, one, we need to understand if we have alignment. We do that by doing research. We think about, here's the number one question to ask yourselves. What products and services 
do my audiences, my clients, my mastermind groups, my people, what do my people need to use in order to better their lives? Write that down. All the products, it could be software, it could be hardware, it could be physical products, it could be clothing, it could be financial services. Think about all the products and the brands. Some of them may already be using certain things that you're thinking of, and that's fine. Write those names down too. But if you're thinking of other products and services that they should be using, this becomes your immediate target list. That's the first step. But let me just say this really quick. Please, people, do not go out pitching once you think you have the idea and you think you saw the alignment. Because the number one reason that most people do not return your pitches or your calls or your cold emails, there's really two. One is you pitched a deck with pricing in it. If you pitch with pricing, number one, you shot yourself in the foot because you could have probably charged more. Number two, they, they know your ceiling. Um, but number three, if you are pitching with tiered pricing, gold, silver, platinum, um, and you give all these bullet points and you say, here are the different categories and you list out all the stuff they can get, they will instantly know that you have not been trained, that you don't know the latest way to pitch them, and that this is an outdated model for pitching them. And that will get you a no callback or get it to spam. If you're lucky, they will respond, but it's really, really hard because they recognize like, you haven't talked to me, so you don't know what I need. So all these bulleted lists mean nothing. And that's why the most important thing is to get the 12 minute discovery call. That's what we teach in our program. You've got to get the 12 minute discovery call first, then you can get into pitching later. Yeah, you know, that's really good advice because it's kind of like p pitching the media. You know, don't approach the media if your topic's not right. You know, everybody thinks if they write a book, it's for everybody. It's for every form of media, and it is not. Uh, I want to ask you a question, however, Mario, because there are so many coaches of services. People don't have necessarily a product, but they have services, coaching services, uh, building brand marketing services, speaking, et cetera. Where does that align with a brand? Because there's not a physical product there. I'm sorry, in my back, I got interrupted. I'm, let me make sure my phone's on. No, no, that's okay. I'm talking about the many coaches and people who have, uh, many of us have clients who are in the servicing, you know, we service clients, we have coaching programs, we have entrepreneurial mm -hmm. programs, we have programs that we offer. Where does that align with a brand? Again, it's your audience. That's where it aligns with the brand. One of the things that we talk about and I show students how to do is like, you've got to build a survey. All of you can do this. Go to Google, build your free survey, and your survey should have demographics and psychographics. Demographics are going to be your age, gender, ethnicity, uh, household income, stuff like that. But the psychographics is what's really going to tell you the stuff that really brands get excited about. The psychographics are going to give you those intangibles. How often do they travel? Do they drink red wine or white wine? Do they prefer vegan or are they meat lovers? Um, do they have a big purchase coming in the next 18 months? All of, are they sports fanatics? All of these things tell us what types of content, products, and brands they would most likely consume or should be consuming or want to be associated with. If you survey your audience and find out this detailed information, then you can identify which brands you could go to. If you have people in your audience that travel six times a year, and they travel internationally, well, now you know you can go to Emirates. Now you know you can talk to Ritz-Carlton or to Marriott. And so it's not even about your coaching program. Well, I teach people how to have great relationships. Great, 
talk about your great relationships, but how these people travel and how that benefits relationships. <laughs> and so the brands want access to your audience. That's what they want access to. Got it. Got it. And then I want to ask a personal question too here, because I, I said to you, you know, I've talked about it very openly, very vulnerable space, just getting into social media because we get referral based business. But I, I noticed on my Instagram, I have a video of me making a grilled cheese sandwich. Okay. And, and that has more looks than anything I have ever done. And even though my small following, it has really good looks on that, but it has nothing to do with my work or anything else. It's just that I do a, I do a Christmas tea, everybody, every year for my past staff and, and current. And then they don't want tea sandwiches. They want my grilled cheese every year. I tried to change the menu and they revolted. So we do a grilled cheese every year. That got more plays, Mario, than almost anything I've done. And so I'm curious about that. Uh, just, I, I didn't even understand why, so maybe you can tell me why. I know it's physically demonstrating something, but at the end of the day, it's a grilled cheese sandwich. It's, it's because you were human in that moment. I could, uh, I could touch, oh, sorry, go ahead. I thought you were done. No, sorry, no, no, go, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, I could touch a little bit on this too, on the earlier uh, question about like the brand thing. Really, uh, you know, I, I would say don't think about it too deep. Think about the value you could give because uh, really that's what matters at the end of the day. You could have the best looking brand, the sexiest logo in the world. Uh, everything could line up. But, you know, if you're not having the value and the value that people seek through your band, brand, for example, uh, I'm known as like MoFit Tech Trades. So what people look for in value in my brand is fitness tips and cryptocurrency stocks, uh, you know, financial tips as well. Uh, so you have to like really ask yourself, what value are you bringing to the marketplace? Is this value in demand? And then literally everything else will fall into place. The brand naming is easy. Uh, you know, logo is easy. You could hire someone for that for a really cheap amount. Um, and everything else will line up. So really, you have to ask yourself, what are you providing to the to the marketplace? Uh, is it high demand? Is it is this what your fan base that you grew? Uh, like, how did you grow them? Because sometimes uh, that's the biggest question. Sometimes people grow a fan base and they'll have the big following, but then they'll get to the same question that you're on, which is like, what should I provide? Uh, like coaching services? Should it be a membership? And that's why, um, you know, once you grow that community, the beauty is you could actually ask the community, uh, like, Hey, would you want a membership? Would you want maybe just a coaching service? And what would you look for in there? You know, like, what do you want in there? And, and that's going to help you tremendously. So, you know, basically the main point is focus on the value, uh, the value point. And then everything will line up right after that. You're, you're, you'll gain Thanks a massive Yeah, thank you. That's a good point. That's a very good point. Um, and, and 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 to your point, what you were saying, what what I don't know when you tuned in, Mo, but uh, what what Mario was saying earlier, who are you fighting for? So basically, who are you serving? Uh, who are you serving, and who do you want to help catapult the most? And, and uh, Jude, you and were I serving. Ask, you were serving ahead. grilled cheese. That's what you're serving, Jude. And that's why it's fun to watch because you are a high level elite professional in your field, but we right. want to be able to connect with you as a person, right? Like yeah. your, your, your stuff is so impactful. Your resume is so strong. So when we see you making a grilled cheese, we're like, Oh, Jude's just like, I can make a grilled cheese. So maybe that can be something that Jude can do too, right? We want to see you as a, as a human so we can connect and relate, which then psychologically we're now inspired if a person who can sit around and make grilled cheese can also change the world of television, maybe I can too. That's why we love it. You know, that's Absolutely. great. Absolutely, 1,000%. Thank you. Thank you. That's really good input because 
you know, there's a thing too, Glenn, and we all, I mean, speakers struggle with this a lot because you don't want to get on a stage and just talk about yourself. And yet you do want to share. So people see that story. They see, you know, we all have signature stories that we offer our audiences. And, and, and so I love that aspect of it. And, and that's been, you know, it's, you know, I, I've kept looking at that and I thought, darling, it's just grilled cheese, but, but you're right. Hey, Glenn, if you come out from Kentucky to see me in LA, I'll make you grilled cheese. I promise. Uh, <laughs> that's what's up. Yeah. I'm all about right, that. So, so I want to Jude, make Jude, vulner vulnerability, Jude, vulnerability is the new currency. Facts. The more we are vulnerable, the more we build currency. And I'm not talking about profit. I'm talking about relationship building, what uh, Glenn is talking about, like really connecting. When And, and vulnerability is going to be a different metric for everybody because everybody's got different programming, different upbringing, and different things that they have to work on. But I'm a really big open book. Like we, what I show when we went bankrupt. My wife and I are in business together. I actually asked her to come join me on this mission. And she said, no, I make more money than you. And I'm like, you're absolutely right. We're raising our five-year-old son, Christopher. This probably may, may not be the best idea. Come with me anyway. She finally uh, decides to do it reluctantly, but we do it and she's happy and we're doing it. And then we go bankrupt in the process. Things weren't happening, recession hits, a lot of things took place. We ran out of 401k, we lost all of our money. My mother-in-law is paying our groceries, one of the cars get taken away. I mean, it's not the worst story. We still had a car, we still had a home. Other people have other signature stories that are a lot worse, but it was my bottom. And I was crying in parking lots so that she wouldn't see me cry because I, I figured I failed my family completely. And so when we can be more vulnerable, whether it's sharing our full story or sharing that one thing that scares us the most to share, is usually the thing that starts to really unlock our superpowers and start building our super cape, like one fabric, one story at a time. And so my challenge to everyone here would be try to remove, I had to remove my own ego. And I had to say, Mario, you're worried about not sharing your story because you're worried about what other people think. If you can get outside of that, maybe what you can do is you'll get some, some you'll reduce your own suffering, but you'll also be helping somebody else in the process. And so I think vulnerability is the new currency. I think you doing, Cheddar, your cheese sandwiches showed a little bit of vulnerability about who you are as a human. And I well, think as we do that, that's why those things really connect and they work. Well, you know, I certainly show it on this app when I got on here and, and Glenn and Nate and everyone reached out and been so kind to me when I said, I'm really new to social media. I just haven't embraced it. And I said, this, it's great when you've been an expert in one area or two areas or whatever, and then be vulnerable in another. So I love that statement. And I do want to throw the mic over to uh, Nate, my my partner in co-hosting here, who whom I also adore, who was so welcoming to me on this app. I know you've got some questions, Nate, so let's take it away. I've got so many questions I want to ask, but we're not going to be able to. This is such a powerful interview. Thanks for being here, Mario. I'm sitting here taking notes, and I run a show each day here on the on Clubhouse called The Social Media Show, and we talk a lot about tactics and strategies, and we have people that come in that are kind of all over the place on their social media, and then we have people that are a little more dialed in. So I'm just going to ask you one question that's kind of, you know, I know some people are sitting back in the audience and a lot of times they're wondering what to do next. And you talked about, you know, who, knowing who you're fighting for. I call it knowing your who. When you're building a business or social media, understand who you're uh, having conversations with in your social media, understanding your who, and then you can create products and services around knowing who your who is or who you're fighting for. You talked about, you know, being vulnerable and you talked about the importance of just uh, having a positive mindset. Uh, even over on your Instagram, you, you talked about how your focus is on positivity, motivation and tactical advice and inspiring people, which is what we do here in Breakfast with Champions. But with all that said, when people kind of once they understand their who, 
they, 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 they've understood that they're here to inspire people on their social media or they're there to show uh, women how to go through pregnancy or whatever their audience is. Should people really dial in on, on targeting one specific niche or should people, can people be all over the place on their social media and still get these brand deals? How important is it to be focused and dialed in on their who? Great question. Um, they got to be, you, it, look, we've all heard the saying over and over and over, you know, there's, there's riches in the niches. Um, there's a reason why that works. You can always expand from the niche. And I think that's the thing that a lot of people don't remember or forget about. And so they feel like they're going to cut off an audience or a potential audience. And so therefore we get scared and therefore we kind of stay broad and we look like we're doing a little bit of everything. Brands don't really want to see that, especially brands. And I'm talking, I should put this in context. I'm not talking about like, hey, get $200 per post or get 500 bucks per post. I'm talking about like $30,000 contracts. I'm talking about two-year renewal contracts at 180 grand. I'm talking about, you know, 10K or five or 7K deals, not like $500 per post. That's a much different type of quality and a type of focus that you have to have if that's what you want to do. I'm a full-time, you know, we, we have two companies and you know i've sold a lot of brand sponsorships over the years and that's what fuels our business and so when i the reason why it works is because there is a focus that doesn't mean you can't grow from your focus and that doesn't mean you can't even get you can get concepts funded i got people that have gotten concepts funded because it's like what's the quality of who they are what is their credibility What's their focus, to your point, Nate, and who are they planning to reach? And if all of those things add up enough and they pitch it to enough people, someone's going to do a deal with them. So it really is important to have that focus and that clarity and to really dive in a little deeper than what you think your focus is. I would challenge you to go another two or three levels deeper on getting that focus. So if it's moms, what kind of mom? What age? What, who are they raising? Um, what are their fit, like really dig in deep to get to about three or four levels deeper onto what that actual audience is, because that is what's going to help you get a quicker brand deal. And the deal is if you get small deals first, like, let's say you went after oat milk because you, you have a clean diet and maybe you teach people how to be healthy, but you're really specific about teaching, you know, I don't know why I keep going back to moms. Maybe I'm thinking about my mom today, um, but you know them moms. And so maybe oat milk is like a great brand that you want to uh, talk to. That's a great start because the minute you get one deal, other brands recognize that you are now getting brand deals and that proximity gets you attention. And so therefore it becomes easier for you to get more deals that become larger and larger. In you have a follow-up there, Nate, because I do have a question, too, along that line. But go, if you do, please. No, go ahead. I mean, we could talk about this for an hour, and I'm going to invite Mario <laughs> to come into the social media show and talk about this specifically soon. But uh, go ahead with your follow-up, uh, Jude, and then Ramon wanted to jump in, and he has a question for Mario. Oh, oh great. Yeah, and, and, and Jude, ask... hold, go ahead. Uh, hold your thought, if you would, because I want to make sure I say one thing, too, because on the social media thing, a lot of people with small audiences – need to build what I call a partner network. And a partner network is where you actually identify other social media people. These could be your friends, collaborators, partners, peers that just have a little bit more following than you, 
but you bring them into your quote unquote partner network. So let's say you got 10 friends. Let's say these friends have 3000 followers each. That's now 30,000 followers. You add that number to your number. That's the number that you're actually presenting to a brand, not your five, not your 500 or your 1000, this 30,000. And so when you understand that you can aggregate other people's numbers to help you show that you can have an amplification to the project or the campaign, brands don't mind this at all. Brands are paying and they want organic and they want paid stuff happening all the time. But we don't know that unless we're in these discussions. So I just wanted you all to know, like, don't worry if you have a small audience. There are ways for you to actually get access to brand dollars as well. Hey, listen, that, that take, that's better than my follow-up question. Uh, and, and you know this, Mario, from interviewing. We may have 10 questions, but your, your guest says something that's better, and you go with that. I want to ask you, how, how does it work? I mean, can you break it down? Because it's, it's I, don't, I don't know, maybe everybody else got it, but I don't know. I, I understand what you're saying about the numbers. But, but how, then, how do, who, then you have, say you have five partners that, you know, with, with 1,000 apiece, and you have all these, all these followers now or more followers. How does that actually work for everyone then for a sponsorship, or does it? It doesn't work. What do you, when, when you say everyone, you mean all the people that are involved? Yeah, that are that your partners. I mean, your partner. Yeah. Nate, Nate and I are partners on this show. Okay, so right. let's say we wanted to do this. All right. Right. So you would ask you would ask these partners what would what would they need from you in order to support a sponsorship campaign or a campaign that you're doing. So you would ask them very specifically. Hey, I need. Could you do three posts or could you do one post and you know one reel and a story? Um, could you do those three things for me? If so, what would that cost? Or would you do it for me just because we're friends? Um, so you would want to, you have to ask, because here's the thing. Some of these people are going to charge you and that's fine. Let them charge you. And now, you know, like, oh, okay. In order for me to have this partner network of these 10 people, it looks like I made these 10 calls or I sent these 10 emails. It looks like I'm around $3,000 to pay these people. Okay. I'm going to, I'm going to build that 3k into my price of the sponsorship. So if my sponsorship was 12,000, it's now 15. Got it. Okay. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. But, but that's, but that's how you present the number. And then, and then they are, they are paid in that sense to help you with this. Now, Nate, Correct. did you have a question? Cause I wanted to, I was going to ask him something about YouTube. Are, are you, are you? No, go ahead with your question. And then uh, Ramon wanted to ask, cause I could talk about this. Oh yeah, forever. Go ahead, Ramon. I, I know what I want to ask. So I, I'll just put it on hold a minute. Go ahead, please. Hey, Mario Armstrong. Good to hear have you here, brother. What's up, man? How you doing? Ramon, what's up, my brother? Good to see you, my friend. You too. I just want to uplift you, man, and to say three things. And thank you, Nate and Jude, for the uh, time. But three things that Mario said, because I've watched Mario for years, years and years and years of what he's done and, and how he's done what he does. But I think one thing you said, Mario, leverage, leverage, leverage. And I think, Mario, people don't get that. You do that so well. I share your stuff. You've shared my stuff. So leverage is important. I think point two, Mario, I want to just uplift you, man. You are a grinder. You are hard work. I think you and I have met only once in person. The rest, we shared stages <laughs> right. online. But the first right. time I met you, you were cross-legged on the floor with like 75 video cameras around you doing stuff. I think it's South by Southwest. So that's two. And then three, you're highly engaging, dude. So people who want to do this, you just can't be boring. I can watch Mario with the sound off because he's so engaging. So I just wanted to add that, Mario. It's so good to have you here. Ramon, You're amazing. Man. And God bless you, man. And and look, Ramon is incredible, too. And I know this isn't like, oh, my God, here they go with the Brodoms. No, no, no. Look, <laughs> look, this guy, look, and it's it, it's been twice, I believe. It was South by Southwest. But also, I have a quick story. I remember seeing you at CES with your son on the floor with your laptop. 
doing work and grinding. So I've seen I've seen the exact same story that you're saying to me on you as well. So I don't know if you knew that I remember that, but Ramon has been doing major stuff, big brands, big corporate brands, and he understands this space very, very well. He's been building conferences, events, his publishing, his books, I mean, his tours, his speaking, all of that. So it's good to be in a room with you, man, because I know you, you and I know that this is a real opportunity for people because we're living it and doing it every day. Appreciate you, brother. Back to you, Nate. Can I, Thank can you, I jump in real quick, Judy? And Credit Mario, Ninja. Just, just one sec, please. Okay. I, just want, I just want to comment on this, and then please, we'll let, please I, I couldn't see who, who just spoke, but yes, please. But I just want to reiterate and, and enforce everything to everybody. But, I mean, obviously what we're hearing is wonderful. But this, this last key, and Ramon, you said it so well, it is hard work, everybody. It looks easy. It's like when you watch a film, It the, the best actors make it look effortlessly and you don't even know that they're acting it is work and we cannot emphasize that enough and and mario you talked about you know going through bankruptcy and and then coming back and starting over again the most successful entrepreneurs in the world will tell you that they had setback 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 it is if it were easy we would all be doing it so i just want to reiterate that and so please ask the question i don't know who yeah it's credit ninja oh uh, hey, Hey, babe, Hi, how are you? Um, one of my favorite interviews is with Jude, so she knows what she's doing, and for sure. And Jude, Thank the way you. to a person's heart is still through their stomach, so keep cooking. <laughs> uh, Mario. <laughs> That's good. I'm, I'm, you know, people, people those, some of our clients say, how do I get invited to that cheese for, the, for those grilled cheese? So I guess that's going to be my legacy. I'm not sure. Hi, Credit Ninja. Great, Great to see to you. Great to see you. Hey, Mario, nice to meet you. I just followed you on here. Amazing story with uh, your setbacks, losing all that money. I went through probably worse than you, but at the end of the day, it builds, you know, confidence. It builds grit. And as you had mentioned, um, you know, the cape that you wear, it's your superpower. It wouldn't come out unless you've gone through that. You wouldn't have the experience. You wouldn't have the know-how. You wouldn't have the pattern recognition, as I call it. It's because you've been there, done that. So when you sit across from a client and they tell you their story, because that's the first thing I ask a client is, give me give me your story. How, did, how the hell did you get to this financial debacle? Give it all to me. I want to hear it all. And then from there, you'll tell them this next statement is, I've been there and worse. And you can truthfully say that. Most people, when they say, I know how you feel. No, you don't. But right. when you actually been through that and you lost millions of dollars and you lost your reputation possibly and you climbed back bigger and better, they want to hear that. And so I wanted to um, let you know that, you know, your story is so powerful and that's why you stand out. And of course, Mario, you are very unique. I was looking at your Instagram. How many glasses do you have? Because are you sponsored by a glass company? Glass yes. eyeglass company. Okay. <laughs> yes. Tell us that. Credit Ninja, yes. I'm done speaking. <laughs> Thank you, Credit Ninja. Thanks, Credit Ninja. I'm sponsored by a brand called Zenny, Z-E-N-N-I, Zenny Eyewear. Go check them out, everyone. It's $6.95 for glasses that are prescription. Seriously, you should go check them out because they, they don't have stores. That's how they're able to bring the prices down. But they have beautiful styles, and that's why you see me having so many. But let's get back to alignment. The reason why I approached Zenny was because I knew that I'm on TV, and I know that I'm on video podcasts a lot. So if I'm on TV and I'm being seen a lot does it, and I need to wear glasses and I wanted to have something for my fashion to kind of give me a little bit more of a signature style than everyone else, 
then I needed to find an eyewear brand. I knew that there was alignment in the fact that I would be wearing them. I could mention them. Things like this organically happen, whether I'm on the Today Show or whether I'm talking to the local TV show in San Diego. Hey, those are cool glasses. What are those? And it, it enables me to easily bring up that one line for Zenny. And that's a two-year sponsorship deal that I have with them. So some of these are brand deals. Some can turn into ambassadorships. And all of these things are basically relationships where you are giving something in exchange for something that they want, but understanding the alignment and how you can group your assets together and then how to present your best self in a credible way so that you can negotiate the best deal for yourself is what it really all boils down to. But yeah, thanks for noticing. And, and that's what that's about. That's why I have so many pairs. And but Mario, you have to leave so a little a early. Mario, I know you have to leave a little early. And Actually, I'm good. Talk. I'm good. We can go to. But, what is okay, it, you're great. I want to toss back to Nate because, yeah. as he said, we could talk about this for hours, and we probably will another time because you and I we're going to talk offline. As we said yesterday, we have a, a lot in common, and I can't wait till we catch up. And I, I was wishing you were on my coast, but hey, I can come to your coast. So there you have it. Uh, but let's let <laughs> Nate take it over. <laughs> well, we only have eight minutes left, oh. Mario. We have to shut the room down at seven till to make sure that the the whole room six hours of recording gets saved as a sure. replay if anybody in the room knows we have a replay available you can always uh, go back and uh, listen to your favorite segment you know it's under the breakfast with champions club it's under each uh, contributors page it'll be on our page if we spoke on stage so mario i'm gonna let these uh, last few minutes i'm just gonna let you share is there anything you're working on you know we could talk about this social media and you've given a lot of tips being vulnerable and understanding our, our you know who we're fighting for you've given so many valuable tips today but is there anything you'd like to talk about that you're working on right now that uh, where are you adding value? Where is your primary focus right now? You're doing a lot of things. And, and so I'm just going to let you share a little bit about your current journey and what you're focused on right now. I, I, I appreciate that. And I, I look forward to doing, doing more with you, man, and joining into some of your rooms and, and being more active over there. I think I want to give a couple of other quick tips for people to take action. I, I want to make sure before I maybe mention anything else I have going on, I think it's really important. Number one, um, oh, oh, here's a quick tip too. I'm about to share with you a tool, a tool that I use that really helps you get recognized in email better than anything else that I've seen so far. And that is a video letter. I'm doing video email letters consistently now. And I use a tool called dub.com, D-U-B-B.com. And you can use them. You can, you can use uh, some, there are several others out there, but I use dub. What it enables me to do is record a video message. I can then add any B-roll or images or any other stuff that I want to add to that. And then I can, I, then I use like hunter.io or I use getemail.io to go and find these email addresses for, from people that I've looked up in LinkedIn. So the process for me goes like this. Go to LinkedIn, type in the company name, look up the people that work at that company, find people that have marketing, brand ambassador, sponsorship, content development, social media, all of those titles. Then I plug those names into hunter.io. I, I get the email addresses. Then I go to dub. I then record my video. I say, hey, Jane, I'm Mario. I really wanted to have a 12-minute discovery call with you. Here's a little bit about me. I show some clips or I show some B-roll. And then it's a minute and a half, two minutes. And then, they, and then I send that in the email. Shows up in the email as a GIF. So inside the email is a little video player box that's got some movement to it. I don't put a whole bunch of messaging in the email. I let the video do the talking because I want them to click the video. They click the video, I then get tracking. I can track how long they watched the video, how often it was opened, whether or not it was shared, all of these things. 
I, I give you this whole playbook, by the way, on my Instagram. So if you go to my Instagram uh, and look at my reels, I walk you through exactly how to do this playbook. And I just think it's really, really important that people start to understand how they can use these tools to really penetrate and get better access to anything that you want to get an, a yes to. Collaboration, partnership, brand deal, whatever. As it relates specifically to brand deals, you have to think about this. People want to see your potential, not your perfection. They want to see your potential, not your perfection. So put your stuff out there. That's what they want to see. Know who you're doing it for and then go for it. And lastly, hit that link tree up at the top. Hit me up. If you think that you should be accessing brand deals, I do discovery calls with people all the time to find out, do a little inventory and assessment on your situation to see if brands would be something that you could possibly go after to generate some real revenue for your business. If that sounds like you, I'm here. Hit that link at the top. Thank you. Thank you, Mario. And I just want to emphasize one thing that you said. By the way, what did you say after Hunter.io? You said, Dub, which we're familiar uh, with. Uh, GetEmail.io. Get oh, email. get email. Get email. Uh, the one thing I wanted, I just want to emphasize to everybody listening, and I know this, you know it, Mario, from TV, as so many of us do, have been on television. When I first started in TV here in Los Angeles, the first thing they tell you, these producers, is besides having great energy, they like, they like energy. Producers love energy. But, but be yourself. And I do want to say that because I hear so many people on Clubhouse talk about, you know, I'm just not comfortable on video. Well, you know what? You need to get comfortable on video. And so just keep doing it. Now, comfortable, confident does not mean, does not mean polished and slick. It just means being you, letting you show. And, and I used to even fight with producers. If I'd make a mistake, they'd say, oh, and I, I just taped a holds, Mario. And if I'd make a mistake, and one day I was doing a cooking demonstration, I picked up a fork and it should have been a spoon. And I said, well, would you just look at this spoon? And it was a fork or whatever. And the producer said, oh, no, no, we have to take it out. And the crew, went, we were all fighting. We said, no, leave it in because then she looks, I mean, then I look real. Right. You know, everybody yep. makes mistakes like that. So That's I do right. want to just say that, that you, I think you probably agree on that because Mario's style is not your style. My style is not your style, but you have your style. So I just want to emphasize that and your take on it. Yeah, I mean, and when something is important enough, you got to do it even if all the odds are against you. And so this is what we really are talking about at the root of all of this. What's the impact you want to have? Who are the lives that you're trying to change? How can maybe brand sponsorship be a new avenue to help fund those projects that you are struggling to get funding for? I mean, what would it be like if you could have an event and know that your event got sponsored and you don't have to just charge for tickets? Charging for tickets could be icing on the cake because you got $30,000, 50 and $100,000 sponsors covering the cost of your event or your mastermind or your retreat. Like these things are really real for a lot of people and they don't need to be large. I mean, authors are in my program. I'm getting their book tour sponsored. Why wouldn't you? Because you're going to go on tour. You want to go to the top 10 cities. Well, let's get a brand to sponsor your tour so that that gets covered and you make a profit in the process. So many opportunities. Don't limit your potential. And just remember, your, people want to see your potential, not your perfection. So continue to design a life that prioritizes your passion, but execute people. Take the small steps and have systems in place that reward you. Ambitious people need guardrails. And that for me means we need systems and we need ways to make sure that this, we're, we're identifying the small progress so that we keep with the big plan. We need to dream far, but focus near. Let's get it. You know what? I'm You're on with Breakfast Mario. with Champions. Let's go. This is the middle I'm gonna of the day. I'm going to pop and say thank you, Mario. And Nate's going to take us home. Are you there? Nate? Let me get to my mic. I am here, guys. Thank you. If you just joined us, we were talking to Mario Armstrong. His link is his link tree is right there at the top of the page. 
We talked about how to get brand deals, specifically things that you need to be focused on to get brand deals, to get sponsorships with your social media. And one of the things you do not need is 100,000 or 1 million followers. You don't even need 10, 15, or 20,000 followers. So if you missed any part of this, sec uh, this segment, go back and listen to the replay. This is one. I took lots of notes. And uh, you know what? DM me notes if you'd like me just to shoot over my notes. But I do highly encourage you to uh, go back and listen to the replay. But if you just want to uh, see my notes I took, DM me notes, and I'll be glad to shoot them over to you. I'll just copy them from my notepad on my iPhone. Mario, Thank you for your time. Reach out to me. Let's get you scheduled on the social media show to, to schedule to uh, continue this conversation soon. And man, I appreciate you being here. Goodbye, everyone. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. We'll connect. Mario, talk soon. Thank you. You too, much. Mario. Awesome. Do you have a quick second to say something? Thank you for joining us on Breakfast with Champions. If you want to catch the live version, you can follow us on Clubhouse and listen from 5 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday, Saturday 6 to noon, and Sundays with our 111 Sunday service. Make sure you're keeping up with Breakfast with Champions and getting yourself a seat at the table.